What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. This is going to be the most action-packed episode we've possibly ever had. Um, a huge trade has gone down. More to come. CJ McCollum has been dealt to the New Orleans Pelicans along with Larry Nance and Tony Snell. And we bring back Josh Hart, Thomas Sadoransky, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, another guy I don't know how to pronounce his name, and a first-round pick and two second-round picks. Um, the biggest trade of the trade deadline so far, it was officially finalized just like 30 minutes ago, officially finalized. Uh, West already gave his initial thoughts in a video earlier today. We will deep dive now, talk about the rest of the trade deadline. Cody, I'm going to send it to you first. What were your initial thoughts when you saw this notification? I was shocked. Uh, woke up 8 a.m. Roommate told me he got traded, went back to sleep. Some weird dreams after that. Oh, but yeah, no, anyway, anyway, just... Look, I know as Blazer fans, all of us really in reality wanted this to happen, but you can't deny that most of us were sad when we got this news. CG McCollum, Damian Lillard, that duo, obviously. I'll always, you know, remember my middle school, high school days with Dane and CJ, no matter how long I'm a fan for and everything. So, yeah, kind of kind of sad a little bit. West. Yeah, I agree with Cody, Mike. CJ McCollum has had so many amazing moments in a Blazer uniform, obviously game seven against Denver. Um, he had crazy numbers. He was a solid like 20 to 23 point per game score for like six years. I mean, he's a good player. And, you know, a lot of Blazer fans over the course of the years became a little tired of it. And if the goal was not to win a championship, then he should be on the team. He's, he's a great player. But we have seen that we can't win a championship with Damon CJ as the backcourt. So the only logical thing is to move on. And like Cody said, a lot of Blazer fans are sad, but in the back of their mind, they know this needed to happen. And I'm at peace with it, although I am, I am sad. I am sad. Yeah, just before we deep dive into the trade, just to just give appreciation to CJ McCollum. I mean, he's been here since 2013. He weathered the, helped us weather the storm when Aldridge left. I mean, look, we got a CJ McCollum jersey here. We have a hole on like mural thing of him. Uh, he's fifth all-time in scoring for the Blazers, second all-time in three-pointers, eighth all-time in assists. Um, he arguably could go down as one of the most underappreciated Blazers, given the fact that he was technically always in Damian Lillard's shadow. But, I mean, without him, like, he, he had some of the greatest moments of my time as a Blazer fan. I mean, Game 7 CJ, that's, like, one of the most iconic moments I've ever witnessed as a Blazer fan. So, just thank you to him. Um, but let's just – Let's get into this trade, what it means for the rest of the trade deadline. Um, a lot of people are mad. They feel like we're not bringing in a lot. And yes, on paper, again, on paper, this is not going to help us for this year. But you've alluded to this a lot, West. You're not going to get a star player in return for CJ. You're going to get a lot of good players and a lot of good assets. I think, and again, you could flip or something. But that pick that we got could end up being huge. I mean, we get that it if it up. falls within five or 14. If not, we get a pick next year. But we could find ourselves with two lottery picks this year, which could be the mm -hmm. biggest assets of all. So that's huge. Yeah. So just breaking down the deal, I mean, the main piece is Josh Hart. He's a starter-level player. Again, he's not like a super crazy name. Um, so he's a really solid piece of this deal. Akil Alexander-Walker, young player. You know, probably needed a change of scenery, to be honest. Um, he has, like, tools to be good, a good rotational piece, but he's still kind of in – he's still growing. Uh, 
Thomas Adaransky and uh, the other guy. That I cannot pronounce his name. Let, let, let's get his name. Let's get his name. Yeah, he is officially a Blazer right now. Look at his name. So while you, you find his name. Um, but those guys, I don't really see them having a future on this team. Um, and then the picks, like you said, first round pick. That is huge. People, I think, are kind of forgetting that. If the Pelicans do not make the playoffs. Didi Luzada. Didi Luzada. I knew it was Didi something. But, yeah, if the Pelicans will make the playoffs, that's two lottery picks. And, you know, there's a very good chance it's not, like, two bottom half. It'd be, like, a top half and maybe somewhere in the middle, which would be great for this team. So I like the trade. I think it was the best you could have gotten for CJ right now. Maybe in the summer something changes, but right now. I also don't think it was, you know, this trade looks kind of bad because CJ's been connected to Ben Simmons for a long time. Mm -hmm. If that never happened, I don't think people's expectations would have gotten up. And frankly, CJ's value. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking of Ben Simmons, this was something that was alluded to on another podcast I listened to, and it was reported, it's been reported multiple times now. Um, this move, and we'll just go ahead and go into the cap, kind of the cap situation that comes with this move. We save, I think it's sick, where we gain $60 million in cap space. This is something we've never had in my time as a place of fan. Never. Huge. Um, the last so, time we had and, it was tw- 2016, and we gave it to Evan Turner and Alan Krabs. Let's not make that mistake again. And we gained a $21 million trade exception, which was one of the largest in NBA history. Um, but that would the report normal. that I saw is the Sixers really want James Harden. What better way to get James Harden than just in free agency without having to trade him? And the only way they can get James Harden in free agency is if they offload a huge contract. Ben Simmons has a big contract. Portland still wants Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons could still be moved in the offseason for something that's more of just like getting rid of him to get someone else. Don't know. I don't know what we could get. It's kind of a stretch, but that was a big report. Um, kind of staying on the CJ deal. So right now, the Blazers roster is completely gutted with guys. We have nine available Completely gutted. Nine. nine available players. And I believe – I was trying to figure out a starting lineup tonight. It's going to be like Ant. It's going to be Watford, CJ Ellaby, Greg Brown. And uh, Nurk. Like, probably gonna lose in the middle. Oh, Nurk, 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 Nurk. Sorry, Nurk, of course. Could be a lot of I'm sorry. Lever. I'm blazing your phone. Maybe. Um, yeah, let's, let's jump into that right now. Do you guys foresee Nurk getting dealt before the deadline? And if you think so, give me some teams that have kind of been around his name in the rumors. Cody, do you think Nurk will be gone? By trade deadline? I think there's a chance it could be. You know, what, what should be a lot but of do action? What do you really think? When does it end? Uh, Thursday. 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 Like I don't know. I I really don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes though. But mm-hmm. just, just looking at our team, I was just kind of funny. Like, man, we we might not even put up 80 points tonight. We want to find the magic. Worst team. Playing the, but well, there's a new worst team in the league. I think we actually have the worst roster in the league now. Uh, yeah. Which is a great thing. Which but is great. That's great. The Blazers again committed to Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard Beautiful. is going to us. But – Go ahead. Finish. I was talking about Nurkic. Um, mm-hmm. The Blazers said they are going to make a move that is like – I don't know how to say it, like a win-now move, like a move that you would think they would be making to get better. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant is the guy that I see that happening with. We've got a ton of room now. We don't have to even trade matching salaries since we can take on bigger salaries. I could see Nurk getting moved to the Pistons. 
a Jeremy Grant deal. I mean, it'd have to be Nurk, and you're probably flipping Nikhil Alexander Walker, maybe, or another. I have to throw in one of those. Like a Keon Johnson, and you got to throw in the picks you got from New Orleans. Yeah. At least I, I would, in my opinion, like Nurk, a young player and a first rounder. I, I don't know. The Pistons value Jeremy Grant a lot. They're going to want to get a lot out of him. I think it's good that as a team, we're not looking. It's good news that we're not trying to rebuild as in be a good team in six years, seven years, but, you know, that we could still try to surround Dame with the tools he needs to get us a championship or at least yeah. get far in the playoffs. And the one thing that I want to talk about is for all the people. Now I know these people aren't worth our time to talk about, but I'm going to, I'm going to mention them. People on Twitter, people in the comments on like Blazer websites, people in the comments on this podcast and on other Blazer podcasts who say, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Dame is leaving. Dame is leaving. He's not leaving. He is not leaving. Everyone's like, Dame, Dame to Lakers confirmed. Dame to Knicks confirmed. It's like, no, actually. He's Dame knew this was going to happen. Okay. Dame is in on, in on every move. He's not leaving. And look, the same people who are like crying right now are going to be like, oh my gosh, the Blazers had a flipped this and now are retooling instead of rebuilding. And now they're a playoff team next year. That's what everyone's going to say. So just got to weather the storm right now. In the off season, we'll in terms be of time because – we have we can go many different routes. Like we can still mm-hmm. take these picks and go young because as you've seen, like you can still be a really good team. Like the best time to win a championship is when you've got a really good player on a rookie deal. Look at mm-hmm. you know, Trey Young, a rookie deal. Um, <clears throat> when they made a run last year, that's why they were able to get so many good players around them. Um, mm-hmm. I can't give a, I can't give other scenarios right now because I'm not thinking about it, but there's many different ways to go in this offseason. Just having those picks and trading these players to tank this year, like, at this point, we are tanking, tanking. So, like, every yeah. loss is huge. Like, if we lose tonight, that's a huge loss because this is a loss. That now, a huge win. W. Yeah. Um, so, I want to bring this up. So, Kevin Pelton, ESPN insider, did an article on the trade and detailed everything, and they gave each team a grade for the deal. Did you all read this article? I didn't. I saw you sent it to us. Okay. I saw the grade, though. So he gave the Blazers an A, and he gave the Pelicans a C minus. Even yeah. though the Pelicans are getting the best player in the deal. Do you know why? Because CJ's yeah. on a horrible contract, and he's getting older. He's not on the timeline of Ingram and Zion. But he, the, he gave the Blazers an A, and this is why. So the Blazers got flexibility. They got salary relief. They got draft compensation. And he's saying the Blazers haven't enjoyed an infusion of young talent like this since drafting Lillard and McCollum in the lottery in back-to-back years. He says it's unrealistic to draft the next game in CJ, like, talent-wise. But this is the first time we've had any draft capital in a long, long time. So, I think this is interesting. And it says, by the summer, the Blazers could be in position to make two lottery pick selections and have their choice between Hart and Yusuf Nurkic, or enough cap space to sign teams or sign players of free agency. So, as much as on paper, because people, when people grade trades, like casuals grade trades, they just literally look at the players involved. They don't look at the timeline, the salary benefits, the flexibility, what it's going to look like in two years. They're just like, Josh Hart right now is worse than CJ McCollum. The Pelicans want the deal. That's not necessarily the case all the time. Well, so, yep. Uh, Neil Olshay was a really bad GM. And, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Um, <laughs> Joe Cronin was never going to be able to make great moves from the get-go because he's dealing with really bad contracts. Good players, but bad contracts for those good players. Even Norman Powell's contract, like, sure, 
$18 million a year for him is good, but no one wants to have him for five years. So that was viewed as a bad contract around the league, I read. So the first thing Neil or Joe Cronin had to do was get rid of everything Neil Olshay did bad. And now he's finally done that. Now he's got a clean slate. And now if we do acquire a good player, that is truly Joe Cronin looking at that player and saying, I think you can help us win. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's exciting times. And right now, it's sad times in Portland. But I think this is the first time that I can confidently say we have a future that I don't know the outcome to, and I'm excited for it. I'm not going to lie. In 2019, with Damon CJ, sure, we're going to make the playoffs. But th- did anyone really believe we could win a championship? I mean, are you serious? I mean, come on. Hey. Please. I mean, maybe in game one of the Western Conference Finals, and we get swept. <laughs> like, every year I'm like, oh, we, we're a playoff team. You know, if we catch lightning in a bottle and play the worst teams every round, we could win a championship. In the back of your head, everyone was like, man, everything has to go so perfectly. Now, you know, with a new GM, a new vision, things can be a little more exciting around here. You know why? I don't know if you guys have seen this news yet, but you know why the trade took so long to, like, officially become official? Because it finally did come official, like, 30 months ago. It was because either we were trying to get a third team into it, a.k.a. try to get, like, a Jeremy Grant into it and get it within that deal, or if we did the deal and just this, we had to waive a player. And we've officially waived a player. Have you guys seen who we waived? I saw that. Did you go? No. Who? no. Cody Zeller's gone. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say. Never mind. Okay. No, but we actually did waive Cody Zeller. But, I mean, that just means one less center on the roster, one less big. One I feel grateful to the last game in the uniform. Mm. Also, um, you guys see this? Not – completely off topic but it did happen today um do you see gary trenton jr did you see that post I do so, pr- so pretty much for those of you that don't know his dad spoke out and said that when gary Trent jr was on was in portland he was just really sad pretty depressed just not himself just overall not a happy person then went to toronto and you know i guess he's normal happy now obviously us blazer fans didn't know that at the time and it's like what are you doing are you taking shots at portland are you just saying that because you know it's just just really interesting that that came out okay my thought my initial thoughts on this and i'm never gonna like say someone's wrong and like say you're like what you're saying is wrong because it could be true and he knows more than me but i think depressed is a strong word i'm not sure gary trump Jr. was quite depressed I would say he's probably enjoying himself more in Toronto because he starts, you know, he always like, what did he expect when he came to Portland? He was drafted as a second round pick. He was behind two elite guards. He was never going to get that starting spot and that bulk of playing time as long as Dan and CJ were here. Mm-hmm. And Neil Olshay was also our GM. And let's not forget Neil Olshay was kind of a, a bad person according to some people. So maybe that has to do with it, but mm-hmm. I bet he's just a lot more happy in Toronto. Maybe mm-hmm. being happy in Toronto has made him look back on his time in Portland and say, man, that sucked. But I don't think in the, in the moment he was truly depressed. But that could be wrong. Yeah. But I did see that article. Um, I'm, I am happy for Gary Trent Jr. I'm glad he's thriving in Toronto and whatnot. Um, no, we got yeah, Bledsoe. Uh, now we have, well I, yeah, well, I don't think he'll be on the team for long. Um, another thing that I saw, Miles Turner now seems a little more content with the situation in Indiana. 
Yeah, I mean, the Indiana Pacers, who knows for now? And uh, first off, in my opinion, what are they doing? In my opinion, okay, look, yes, the Kings get Sabonis. He's the best player in the deal. But you're getting up Halliburton, bro? Halliburton and Buddy Halliburton. for and Halliburton is better than Fox. Yeah, they just traded. A I thought Fox wanted out. Fox was sitting because he wanted out. And now he's back. Only the Kings, man. Only the Kings. Only the Sacramento Kings. Um, Jeez. But yeah, now that they brought Halliburton, who's kind of a exciting young guard, honestly one of the more promising players in the league, is reported mm-hmm. that Miles Turner is more interested in possibly staying. And now that he doesn't have to deal with Sabonis, also taking up a bunch of space and getting all these touches, I think he might be more interested in staying. That's not something out of trade discussions, but that was just a report. Yeah, and the thing that I don't really understand is that, and I'm reading the Woes tweet right now. He goes, the DeMontis Sabonis Tyrese Halliburton trade will likely have a significant impact on Miles Turner's future with the Pacers. Turner gets to play center right now and appears thrilled with the idea of playing Halliburton. Woes says he appears. I don't feel like Miles Turner said anything to Woes about this. Like, this is just what the Pacers front office, this is what the Pacers front office puts out. I think this is just like in controlled information. I don't think Miles Turner had it. Sure, he's excited to play with a good guard. I mean, who wouldn't be? But I don't think this is – I don't think if Turner doesn't get traded, it's because of this, in my opinion. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I think Woj is always someone that kind of gets more of his information from like front office. Front office, exactly. Exactly. I think about that, that maybe they're just trying to boost his trade value. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has to be the most relevant the Blazers have been, or like most talked about. Like I would kind of, I wanted to kind of escape the Blazer news for a little bit and just go on social media without seeing a Blazers post, and it was kind of hard just because everywhere I went, I just saw Blazers, and I was just like, I already know everyone's just going to be hating on our deal. So right. Kind of hard to be on social media today, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, I've kind of avoided it. Um, you know, people have initial reactions and whatnot, um, without really thinking critically. So it is what it is. Um on another note, for next year, the Blazers I, this is the first time in a while I have no idea who's starting on opening day, other than Dane and Ant. So be curious to see what happens. Forgot we saw that. Yeah. Super excited. Yeah, just so in, Nasir. Does Nasir start? I, yeah, I. That was a big, dude. The Nasir injury sucks. Yeah, it, no, sucks. it really does. It'll be so great to just see him just thrive and get comfortable in a starting spot. Mm-hmm. That does suck. Um, yep. But March fourteenth, I think it is. I will still be attending a Blazer game in Atlanta, Georgia. Who who knows who's going to be starting that game and who's going to? I could be I mean, seeing Greg Brown. I mean, that game. Like, we can make it a run for the playoffs. Playing is still an option. You know, it will probably be who's starting tonight, which is Anthony Simons, Ben McLemore, CJ Ellaby, Justice Winslow, and Yusuf Nurkic. However, if Nurkic's dealt, Greg Brown's small ball minutes. I um, mean, there's Paul a Watford. chance to sneak to the bottom of the play-in. Simons goes absolutely yes. nuclear. Dame comes back. Final. That is such, that is such a problem. <laughs> okay. The thing that that, that, that way of thinking, that way of thinking, it's just so boy. The thing that sucks about the CJ getting traded to the Pelicans and us getting the pick back is like, I don't want to root against CJ McCollum. I would love to see him go thrive in New Orleans, but let's, we need them to lose. Like, getting that pick would be so big. 
two lottery picks. That's so much. If, if we don't get it this year, it's next year's it's draft. It's next year, but like, that's just another year. If not, it's another, that would mean it would be more likely to be a traded pick. But all, yeah, but also, yeah, I think you want it to be this year because I think the Pelicans will be much better next year. Zion comes back. Yeah, especially with Zion. Um, so, with the Jeremy Grant thing, um, the rumors, do y'all buy it? Like, do you really think we can go get Jeremy Grant? And who would we be giving up for that? Like, I, it, do they value Nurk that much? I mean, I guess they need a center. I, I have zero clue anything about the Jeremy Grant. I don't know what his value is. Um, Me neither. Like, I know he's a very – he's all-star caliber. He's almost on the same, like, tier as CJ, maybe a bump underneath it. Because he was – if I'm not mistaken, he was an all-star last year. I think he was. Um, Grant, yeah. Might have been an injury replacement. The biggest fear with him is the fact that if you trade for him, he's wanting a big extension. And I don't think he's worth that extension. So, ideally, number one trade target, in my opinion. That's true. Would be if not Miles Turner, Jeremy Grant seems like the guy. But, again, there could be another guy that's just floating out there that true. could be. Yeah. I mean. Or traded you think for. there's any chance with all this, you know, cap we have and all these players that, you think there's a chance we get a big name, like a big, big See, name the, next year? The, the oh. problem is, here's yeah. the problem with Portland. That's just the city. Like, no one in a, who's a top 10 player other than Dame. I mean, not 10, maybe top 20. Okay, sure. Top, we'll even go top 30. I just don't know how many would want to, like, sign in Portland. I don't know. May, maybe that's overreacting to, like, the small market thing that people always talk about, but. Like, it's so hard. Like, for example, the, like the Lakers. The Lakers can suck for six years and then just go get LeBron because they're in L.A. Nope, the Blazers exactly. don't, can't don't do that. that. I would appreciate Portland. That's going to be a free yep. He put him on there. What? Jalen Brown. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you who it is. He's not a free agent. Um, he put the Blazers on his trade list when he wanted out of his previous location. Paul George. <laughs> He's a big strip club guy, and blood and Portland. James has Harden. Portland has the most strip clubs in the in the United States for square mile. So maybe James Harden wants to come to Portland. I'm kidding. I don't want James Harden. Um, the free agency class is kind of weak, but I don't think us clearing all the space is for free agency. I think it's to be able to take on bigger contracts. I think it is too. So and when you're Portland, again, it's just flexibility. There's so many options. Like this, yeah. we're talking about. Oh my gosh, what is going to happen? We don't know. This is exactly. not That's great. And in my opinion, if you trade for Jeremy Graham and he wants that extension, I mean, you don't, you don't just grossly overpay him. But as a small market team, in order to retain talent, you probably have to overpay a little bit. And, you know, yeah, obviously, I, mean, I don't. You just don't want to fall into that trap again of like overpaying to keep a player like you did with CJ. I don't think that's true. Grant's but 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 the, yeah, that, that's the difference. Is Jeremy Grant's playing a position of need, whereas before we were locking up eighty percent of our cap to three undersized guards. Yeah. I mean, are you are you are you kidding me, Neil Shea? I mean, are you actually kidding me? <laughs> that like we could we could I could go on an hour rant about that guy. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. That guy I, just I, lied to us. I saw something on suck Twitter. I'm gonna try to pull it up. It's like just favorite CJ McCollum moments. I'm just going to go over them, give a little tribute to CJ because mm. he's still one of my like, favorite players. I'm looking behind your head, mate. 
Okay, I found, I found, I found it. So obviously his favorite moments. Can we guess? Let's just, let's see if you guys can guess these moments. Just this, this is, is this it guy. his favorite? Yeah, this is just this guy on Twitter's favorite moments. Mm. I think it's one, gotta be the block, be the block. Game seven, just yeah, the his block. Top two moments is first is the dagger in game seven and the second is the chase down block. Um, Ron block. Then we got in the bubble when CJ in the play. Jaw. That back over jaw and then started screaming at the uh, the camera saying he can't epic mm. guard me. Facts. Uh, Facts. Not, not jaws gross. Anyone remember seeing CJ put Nurk in the or put a Dirk in the blunder? Put Dirk on a spin cycle. Oh yeah, mm. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was up there. We got. And he some, breaks someone's ankles bad on the Bucks. That was that. That's what I was about to say. CJ breaking Dante Divincenzo's ankles. That was, that was, that was nice. beautiful. CJ dropping Steph in the playoffs. I honestly don't remember that. Uh, uh, well, I, I, th- I thought it was the opposite, but you were down by six <laughs> in one of the series. So we got lost. This guy. Uh, CJ dropping twenty-eight in the first quarter, fifty points mm. in twenty-nine minutes. Oh, when did that happen? That was against the Bulls in like twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. And then I'm going to show you guys this. Do you guys remember what that is about? Oh, was that about Jamal Murray? <laughs> oh, dude, that, that was, was so funny. Dame, because Dame was like, Dame was like, you can't say that, bro. <laughs> what what happened? Uh, uh, so, do you remember like that leaked thing about Jamal Murray? Uh, oh, the hub? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah, it says CJ's like beard looked like something of Jamal Murray's. I'm just gonna end it there. All right, you're just gonna end it there. Uh, CJ three J McCollum. What a crazy time to be alive. And you know he, like in a way, don't you think it was kind of like Simon's start with the six man off the bench, worked his way to the starting lineup. I don't know. We maybe we could see Simon's follow CJ's route. Oh, well, that'd be amazing. Yeah, and but I think that's a good point there because that's super underrated. That part of the whole equation, Simon's development so quickly kind of allowed for us to be okay with trading CJ. Like, if Simons was bad, like, I don't know if we'd be as quick to trade CJ, but we literally have a replacement that's younger, more athletic, plays a little better defense, and will be cheaper. Have yeah, to argue sure. the numbers. Yeah, a, that's guy, it. a guy that's kind of been thrown, like, underneath or, like, been put in the shadow of this trade is the fact that we did trade Larry Nance. I was like, like when I saw the trade at first, I was like, big W. That's a great Did, did you just wave your hand? All right. No, there's there's a guy in the trade we could wave our hand about, and that's Tony Snell. Tony Snell. Even though he hasn't missed a free throw in three years. What's Tony taken? He's taken like 12 every year. Okay. Good job, Tony. Seeing Larry Nance go, I thought we could have like included him in a separate deal for maybe something better. Crazy stat about Tony Snell. Which do you think he's had more of number of years without missing a free throw at three? Or over under three and a half zero 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 games. <laughs> Might have to go to the second I, one. My dude just get some conditioning work in. True. His mile time is probably under five minutes. I mean, Nance Nance was a good piece. Um, I talked a little bit about him in my initial reaction. Like, he's a good player, but he just probably wasn't going to fit in with what we're trying to do. I guess. And also, like, he's he's expendable. You know. He's obviously he's not a untouchable guy. It's Larry freaking Nance. Yeah, and then finally, I think there's two players 
like we've already talked, Nurk is going to go, and the only other player I could see getting, or actually three, two other players is so and Ben Macklemore. About Sadaransky. can never have too much shooting. He's shooting over 40%. That's, uh, I'm talking about Ben Macklemore, Nurk. Do you Black, think, do you think if we were going to flip a guy who like we just traded for, like a young guy, do you think we're more likely to trade Keon Johnson or Nikhil Alexander Walker? Uh, I think they're both equal. I would say more likely to trade. I don't know. They're both the same. They're both just young. I was just curious. A sample size, but I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Would you trade a first and Nikhil Alexander-Walker and maybe like a throw-in guy for Miles Turner? Uh, yeah, probably. Because because Indiana wants two firsts for him. And, okay, it could be Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson is yeah, basically a first, first pick. I mean, I would prefer to not trade that Pelicans pick because, again, having two mm-hmm. other picks. But if that means getting Miles Turner. But, I'd... yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, what's more likely to get Miles Turner or draft a guy that ninth overall that could be as good as him? I think oh, you're yeah. just better okay. off with Miles Turner. That's fair. Um. um Final thing I'll say is going with those draft picks, a lot of people are comparing this to 2006 when the Blazers had two lottery picks and we drafted LaMarcus Aldridge with the second pick and Brandon Roy with the sixth pick and how quickly they led the Blazers to success. So having draft picks and hitting on your draft picks is something that is hard, but if, it, if, you, if you do it, you can turn your team around very quickly. And when you already have a cornerstone in Damian Lillard, um, That's the difference. These picks are the most important uh, assets we can have. So. That is the difference right there. In 2006, we didn't really have a star guy already in the wings. Everything in Portland revolved around Damian Lillard. This dude is our cornerstone. And let's be honest, if he wasn't here, we wouldn't be trying to retool in a year. We'd be yep. content to blow it all up and try to be good in five years. But we have Dame, and Dame has demanded a team. That is good. It's and do you think he comes back team. this year at all? No. no. Okay. Just make it just saying what you thought. No. He's done for the year. And this year Little's done for the year, obviously. If we trade for Miles Turner, he'll be shut down. I mean, we're literally, in my opinion, gonna try to lose every remaining game. Like the goal should be to get into that top four of bottom yeah. teams. Cause the way the like lottery odds work, it's like way better to be in the top four. Like, the difference between fourth and fifth for lottery odds are, like, crazy. Yeah, a loss tonight would be a great start. Well, let's be honest. It's Orlando, Detroit. It's probably Houston. And then the Thunder are all worse than us right now. The Pelicans Uh, will obviously get better than us. We just gave them our second best player. We're like – The Kings have some bonus now. I'm just looking. Magic have the point spread. That is not something you like to hear. That's crazy. Magic have the spread away. It's tough. I would, I would love, I would love to get like, if we got the number two pick, who, who are you drafting? Jabari Smith. That's the guy I want the most. I don't know the people that well at if all. Jabari Smith next... is. If Jabari Smith goes one year, basically rank the top three. Auburn lost tonight. Yeah, they did lose. Wow. Speaking of Auburn, who are you taking out of the three in order? Jabari, basically start start bench cut for your team. Jabari Smith. Paolo Banchero and Chet Horn. Jabari Paolo Chet. I agree. 
I still think Chet's good, though. So. Chet has the highest upside, but the Blazers can't afford to take a risk like that. You need NBA-ready guys. Where were you guys? When, where were you guys when you heard the news of the trade? I was driving. Uh, I was in the car. Cody, did you say? When did you say you woke up to it? It was eight thirty. My roommate starts yelling at me, and I'm like, "All right." That's facts. Portland's making that deal at eight thirty in the morning. I was in math. Joe, Joe Cronin, up and early. Let's go take an AC. Joe Cronin. I was coffee early. Woke about five thirty, getting ready for the day. What? Yeah, we're saying that that deal went down at eight thirty on on in Port Portland. I like, know. I saw Joe Cronin was up early. Jan Morang said he thought the deal was going to be con, uh, like finished last night, so I think they had all the key parts of the deal. Finished. And when do you oh, think? Yeah. When did you think CJ knew he was done? Huh? This is kind of a random question. When, when do you think CJ knew he was not going to be in Portland for the next Honestly, month? Probably. In my opinion, I think he saw the writing on the wall when Dame was shut down for the year. Okay. I think this whole season he thought there was a, there was a good chance he would get traded. I think literally just since we lost last year. That's facts because everyone he sh- probably should have gotten traded in the offseason last year. That's true. Bro, but I need the moves tomorrow to not happen in the middle of when I'm not available to record. Hey, I'm I'm always reaction. I was getting all these notifications about the trade, and then I got to take an AP US test. That is unfortunate. That's such a L. And I'm just getting my bones just buzzing in my pocket because you're posting that video and you were like, shot, you were saying you were struggling for a second because like some folks. Oh, you're in the middle. You're in the middle of the test. Yeah. So that's funny. Good, good. Kind of random. Nets obviously lost to Celtics. They're at 10 in a row, L's, I think. <laughs> Down 28 to 2 at one point. I mean, KD. They held out Harden's game. They held out Harden from the game tonight for no reason at all. So, Harden trade, maybe? Yeah, it just shows how good KD is and how he probably would have won MVP if he didn't get hurt. I mean, he still could now, probably not. But. Yeah. Oh, the Pelicans are, building, Pelicans are building a nice little team. Zion. Brennan Ingram, CJ McCollum. That's a pretty solid. When is that boy coming back anyway? Three oh. people remain from this team. The Western Conference. Let me guess. How bad my phone is. One is, you can't it's, tell. One is Nurk. But Nurk CJ is. CJ Simons. Who? Yes, Simons. Oh, not CJ. <laughs> what? Simons. It's Dame, Dame, it's Dame, Nurk. Or Dame Nurk and Simons. Was Little not on that team? No, he got drafted in the. Uh, 2020 draft, or not 2020, 2019 draft. Oh, really? Wild. Oh, man. What? I think that's all we got. A day. Action-packed day. Honestly, I'm not going to necessarily say it's a great time to be a Blazer fan, but it's an interesting time. Anytime the Blazers are in the national news, kind of feel important. Yeah. You know? I kind of hate it, and, though, everyone just, like – well, it's you just know, everyone just wants Dame to get traded because they're yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. All those, like, Laker fans, they're just like, Dame to LA confirmed. It's like, no, you are stupid confirmed. For the 21st time confirmed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've seen Dame to Philly, Dame to Miami, Dame to New York, Dame to LA. How about Dame in Portland? <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I got. Crazy day. I'll miss CJ McCollum. I love him. 
as a player, as a person, as a community member. Once a blazer, always a blazer. He'll retire as a top 10 blazer of all time. Yeah. And, and how many people, like, how many people stay on one team for their career? I mean, Dame's going to do it, but you either have to be so good that the team wants you for that long, or you have to have an unmatched loyalty. That's what Dame has. And CJ has the loyalty. You know, it's just the team wanted to go a different direction. Nope. Not mad about it. Just got to accept it. It's the nature of the league. I'll be rooting for him, though, whenever they don't play the Blazers. Even when they play sure. the Blazers, I'll be rooting for them. We got to lose. Yeah. Do we play the Pelicans anytime soon? I, mean, I think it's like sometime in March. Not. First game back. That'll be, that'll be crazy. That'll be the first time, like, in my lifetime that a huge piece, like, returns on a good note. Because, like, when LaMarcus returned, mm-hmm. they booed him. I would yeah, advise well, he everyone. Des- he deserved to be booed, though. Yeah, snake. I would advise okay. everyone. We play Pelicans watch. at home on March 30th. So March 30th? You should go to that game. We got to wrap this up, though. Anyway, I know. Last thing I want to say is if you have Instagram, everyone go watch the Trailblazers tribute video. Oh, I don't even want to watch. I saw it. Oh, it just is going to hurt to watch. Yeah. I was waiting for them to like to, to do one. Here, last thing before the podcast ends. We got to wrap up now. I know. I'm trying to finish, but I keep getting interrupted. Last thing for the from the for CJ McCollum. He finishes fifth in scoring, second in three-pointers, eighth in assists. Great Blazer career. We will miss you, buddy. Good luck in your future endeavors. Said that at the beginning of the episode. Bye. What? Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe. We'll have more videos. We'll probably do a full <laughs> wrap-up of the trade deadline after everything happens. Uh, expect a nerd deal. More videos coming out soon. Make sure to subscribe. Bye. Like, Go Blazers.